Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Luke chapter 1, verse 57 through 80. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 1. Finishing up the first chapter. It's been a while, I know, because I was gone for a couple weeks, and then we did kind of a topical thing. Excited to be back into the Gospel of Luke and looking at Luke chapter 1. The Lord has His way of keeping us humble, doesn't He? For me, it's my wife. The other day I was getting ready and I was putting all my gear on. I put, on my, I put my phone in my pocket, put my watch on put on my ear, my Bluetooth earbuds, you know, my wallet, my belt, I'm putting everything on. I'm like, man, I got a lot of gear. I, I kind of feel like Batman. <laughs> she looks at me and she said, eh, more like Mr. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I said, I take that as a compliment because she could have said more like Captain Caveman, you know, <laughs> that would have been, yeah, but anyway, what was great, what was beautiful about that was Lyle and Jeremiah and I were in the office and Jeremiah made some sort of comment about, you know, you know, seeing himself as Batman and, and I said, yeah, I'm more like Mr. Incredible. <laughs> it was perfect. It brought great joy to my heart to be able to use that. But in our text today, we're going to see the birth of a very great man. A very, very special man. In fact, the greatest man ever to be born of woman up to his time. Up to his time. Of course, Jesus would be greater, but he wouldn't be for six months. But he wouldn't be a mighty warrior like David. He, he wasn't going to be a, a great leader like Moses or an important official who saw into the future like Daniel or even a miracle worker like Elijah. In fact, he would be a lot more like Captain Caveman, wearing a camel hair and a leather belt, dwelling in the wilderness and eating locusts and wild honey. But he would be the greatest prophet to ever live. And because of that, he was the one who would point out who the Messiah was. He'd be the one who would say, that's the guy. And that's what made him great. And so we're going to be looking at his life and his birth, his birth this morning so if you're able, will you stand with me? Luke chapter 1, verse 57 through 80. Luke writes by the Holy Spirit, Now Elizabeth's full time came for her to be delivered, and she brought forth a son. And when her neighbors and relatives heard how the Lord had shown great mercy to her, they rejoiced with her. So it was on the eighth day that they came to circumcise the child that they would have called him by the name of his father, Zacharias. His mother answered and said, No, he shall be called John. But they said to her, There is no one among your relatives who is called by this name. So they made signs to his father what he would have him called. And he asked for a writing tablet and wrote, saying, His name is John. So they all marveled. Immediately his mouth was open and his tongue was loosed. 
and he spoke praising God. Then the fear on all then fear came on all those who dwelt around them, and all these sayings were discussed throughout all the hill country of Judea. And all those who heard them kept them in their hearts, saying, What kind of child is this? Or will this be? And the hand of the Lord was with him. Now his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, Blessed is the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and for us, uh, redeemed his people, rather. And has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets who have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all those who hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to our father Abraham to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear." in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our lives. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the highest, for you will go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the remission of their sins, through the tender mercies of God with which the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace, so the child grew and became strong in spirit and was in the desert till the day of his manifestation to Israel. Father, we thank you for this text, Lord, this section of scripture, Lord, that just speaks of this important man, John the Baptist. I pray that you would just give us grace, Lord, as we look into these things, that we would be able to make applications by your spirit with our own hearts and our own lives. We love you and praise you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Zacharias was, as we saw before, a priest and had a very, very unexpected day. And if you remember, Zacharias was of the course of Abijah, one of 24 courses of priests. And so every two years, he'd get an opportunity to go down to Jerusalem to see if he was going out of the probably 700 or more priests in his course to see if he would get an opportunity that year to serve within the temple, which would have been less than 10% of the guys who went up each year who would get the opportunity to serve, and his lot was drawn that he would get to serve. What's more is that when they came to that point in the, in, in the day when it was going to be the time to burn incense before the Lord, they would always make the call, all who are new, come, and, and he was new, he'd never done it before, only those who had never done it before, it was a once-in-a-lifetime thing, and, and it, the lot fell for him to burn incense. Of course, the Proverbs tells us that, you know, the lot cast in the lap, but the decision is the Lord's. And so here we see that he was put in that place where he goes before the Lord, the, the job was basically to go in, to light the incense, to say a quick prayer, and then to come out. We're talking a minute tops. But Zacharias was in there for quite some time. Because an angel, the angel Gabriel, appeared to him and said, Zacharias, your prayer has been answered. He says, your wife Elizabeth is going to bear a son and you shall call his name John and he will be mighty and he's going to turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and he's going to be called the prophet of the Most High. All these things. And and Zacharias is, is taking all this in and he basically says, Nah, there's no way. My wife, she's well stricken in years. 
And I'm no, I'm no spring chicken. That's my paraphrase. I'm, I'm not a young man myself. And so the angel says, because you didn't believe these things, you're going to be mute until all these things come to pass. And of course, Zacharias comes out of the, the temple and he stands before the people and, and they all expect him to give the priestly benediction. The Lord bless thee, Lord keep thee, Lord make his face to shine upon thee, may his countenance be, you know, all that stuff. And, and he doesn't, he can't talk and they perceive, you know, they wondered why he was in the temple for so long. Now they perceive that he's seen a vision or, or something. And so Zacharias goes home and his wife becomes pregnant. She hides herself for five months until the time that she's showing that she's actually pregnant. You know, she, she, she says in that time, remember that the angel said that she who was called barren to marry later, but Elizabeth says to herself, now my, my, my reproach that's been among people will be taken away. And so she's been reproached by people and now she's pregnant. And so this, this shame that she's felt all these years because she was barren has been lifted well in the meantime of course the angel then goes six months later to beth or not to bethlehem but to nazareth where he speaks to mary and tells her that there's going to be a a baby born in her conceived in her when the power of the most high comes upon her that she's going to conceive in her womb and he is going to be the son of the highest that he's going to be god in flesh and so mary says hey let it be according to your will and one thing that the angel said to her was that your cousin also in her old age is conceived and is going to bear a son now he didn't give her any more details than that but he tells her because with god nothing is impossible and so Mary, she, t- she makes haste and she goes up to the hill country of Judea where her cousin Elizabeth lives. And she, she, she walked in the door and as she greeted Elizabeth, Elizabeth says, you know, why is it granted to me that the mother of my Lord should visit me? For the moment I heard the voice of your greeting, the babe leaped in my womb. So John did a jumping jack in his mother's womb and, 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 and recognized that Jesus was conceived inside of Mary already. And, and of course, she blesses Mary, and, and then Mary gives the Magnificent and all that. And, and of course, Mary stayed with her up until the birth. And I don't know if she stayed during the birth or she left right before, but that's where we find ourselves in Luke chapter 1, verse 57. And it says, Now Elizabeth's full time came for her to be delivered, and she brought forth a son, And when her neighbors and relatives heard how the Lord had shown great mercy to her, they rejoiced with her. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.